You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with me. Tonight, it's all about numerology, but not only numerology, Egyptian numerology. And we're going to find out how we can merge into the fifth dimension, knowing this information of our own life's number and how we can kind of evolve and to make life a little easier so we know how to um, do everyday items easier. So this is really a great show. I love numerology. I've been practicing it forever. But now we've got an expert on by the name of Sarah Bachmeyer. And uh, boy, she has got some really terrific information. So stay tuned for this fast commercial break. And we'll be right back about everything you've ever wanted to know about numerology. You're going to love it. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must-read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Well, welcome, Sarah, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for asking me. You know, this is going to be so much fun because I'm a huge believer in numerology. I, I have since I was a little girl. I just, there was just something that clicked with me. So I am so delighted to bring an expert on um, to show us how we can get into the fifth dimension using astrology. But you're not just um, a regular, did I say astrology? I meant numerology. But you're not a regular numerologist. You do Egyptian numerology. So, I want you to tell us the difference between that and regular numerology. Okay, there's there's kind of two parts to that. So the first part is that in the calculations in Egyptian numerology, we use basically the same formula except for um, our karmic category. Oh. Um, we use an astrological um, calculation, which is what attracted me to Egyptian numerology because I, I love astrology and numerology and it kind of combines the two of best worlds. And um, our karmic chart is based on um, astrological calculations. And so that's um, w- one of the main reasons what's different between traditional and Egyptian um, traditional numerology does not does not do that, as far as I know. Um, they don't merge um, astrology with their um, numerology charting. Yeah, I've never seen that. Never. So yeah, this is a uh, uh, stepping right outside the the realm of uh, everyday life. This is why I I was really attracted to. You. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because I've never seen um, a astrologer go into numerology and vice versa. So it's like makes you so unique in your expertise. Right. And with the karmic charting, um, we're able to calculate a person's um, life purpose because it combines the um, astrological calculation, the karmic um, lesson number, and then we add our life path number to get our life purpose. And so 
when you see, um, if you Google traditional numerology, we'll have the same terms like soul life purpose, soul life path, soul, soul life, um, soul urge, but the calculations on how we get there are different. Um, so I try to tell people um, it's not the same. And we use the same words, but we don't use the same methods on how we get those calculations. Interesting. Right. It is. It's very interesting. So you started off as a psychic growing up. Is that correct? That's correct. And so that's what really helps you um, stand out in your chosen career is because you can also read people at the same time. That's, that's correct. I do. Um, that's why I like to do personal chartings versus over the phone. Um, although I can, um, I can do over the phone readings um, accurately, but it's always just so, I don't know, so much more beneficial to be able to see people's face and interactions in person um, when I'm doing a reading. But um, the second part of the Egyptian numerology is, and it kind of explains it in my book, how um, a lot of my information was channeled to me. And um, so Master Katumi, who's an ascended master right now, had the incarnation of Pythagoras, um, who was our father of a Greek philosopher, who kind of was... In, in all traditional numerology, he's the one that kind of founded um, the aspect of numbers, that numbers all have characteristics and definitions. And so um, in my channeling, I was guided to focus on the um, higher aspects of the numbers. That traditional numerology um, channels through like, their definitions are channeled through the fourth, third and fourth dimensional definitions. And, and for a good reason, because that's where, where we could relate. That's where we were um, decades ago. But the veils of consciousness have been shifting and we need new, new information. And so we're merging um, into the fifth dimension. A lot of us, especially if you're psychic, sensitive or intuitive, you've been feeling um, these veils lifting. And there's not a lot of information on number frequencies brought into a higher dimension. So I was guided to um, do a lot of meditations, which is in my book, um, to raise my own frequencies so I could channel these definitions in my book. Um, and it's all based on um, people's highest uh, abilities and potential in their number frequencies. Um, I don't focus on the good and bad aspects of numbers. Um, that's already been done. And um, I was kind of guided to uh, that people need a higher vision now. They're searching for a higher vision of what their life um, can look like if they're using their higher abilities and um, potential and something to aspire to. And the people that I've been charting for really resonate with that. I mean, a lot of people, this kind of charting encourages people. It confirms that they're on the right path. They're doing the right things, but it also challenges them to reach a little bit higher. And all of the numbers tend to point toward um, us um, building our, our own psychic healing and um, intuitive abilities because we all have them. Yeah. And once we raise our own frequencies, then we're able to um, serve our life purpose, path and destiny at a much higher level. And if we're really focusing and living on our highest level, we're, we're not only of service to ourselves, but we're a service to other people. Um, all those numbers have that in common. I found when I was charting, which I thought was interesting. They all, they all end up that we all, whatever we choose to do in life, we're in service to other people. Mm -hmm. 
talk to us about um, what it means to be in the fifth dimension and why are we craving that so much right now? It's like, I don't know, somebody mentions the word fifth dimension and we're going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's described as, as um, viewing a perception and viewing life totally from the heart. Um, which the third and fourth dimensions are kind of, they're, they're about duality, about good and bad, about judgment. Um, and there, you really have, you can't just go from the third dimension to the fifth. You, there's initiations in each dimension that you need to um, accomplish before you rise above. And one of them is forgiveness and compassion and, um, and, rising above judgment and um, really living from a place of, of love. Mm. And I think that's why people are so attracted to it because a lot of us, um, that's where we're going. I mean, that's um, where we want to be. That's where we're most comfortable. So do you think the majority of the people are wanting this? I mean, I'm seeing a lot that are stuck in the hate and fear. Um, it's there every time we we just look at a newspaper or something, you know, we're seeing all this division. So do you think the majority of the planet is shifting or and that's just a small portion that happens to be pushed out by the media? I think I think we're all evolving, but I think wherever there's light, there's going to be darkness. So. Um, we're always going to be challenged once we're at that turning point. Um, it's not easy. I mean, it's, uh, I call it being a spiritual warrior. Um, like I had to make a commitment to do these meditations every day and, um, to raise my frequency because there's, there's just so much opposing it. Um, so it takes, it takes a routine and it takes willpower. It takes discipline. Um, but, you know, it definitely can be done. And there's a lot of people out there searching. Oh, sure, they say they want to, but it's a commitment. It's a commitment to be a spiritual warrior. And it really means taking action. If you uh, want to raise your frequencies against the norm, you've got to take some action and, and be different. And um, we attract what we're putting out there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's one thing. I don't want to attract any of that hate or anything to me. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. And it's up to the individual to choose what they want to accept in their life. So I... When I was on this journey of raising my frequencies, I had a lot of challenges. All my challenges came up for me about judgment and forgiveness and compassion. Um, so I was tested uh, every turn I went, and I, I always had to choose, you know, which what I was going to choose um, if I was going to choose love or if I was going to choose to be in resentment. And uh, it was kind of a, I, in my second book, I talk a little bit about more about what happened to me because uh, my first book, it was actually happening to me as I was raising my frequencies. And I, and I did it, hindsight's always twenty twenty. I didn't really realize what was going on. <laughs> but once we make a commitment, you know, the universe delivers. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. So in this time in our reality right now, we are in this six-month period of astrological shifts with all of these eclipses. And right now, as we, as we are recording, it's retrograde, Mercury retrograde. How does this impact the numerology? Oh, boy. I think it challenges all of us on different levels. Um, you know, I think we get into free will there um, where we're all tested and we all have free will on which way we're going to we're going to take this either as a 
a learning opportunity, opportunity for growth, or are we going to see it as um, as a problem? Or victimhood, victimhood. Yes, yes, staying in victim. Um, I personally don't feel like I've been affected because I don't see things that way. I don't, I no longer see things in good and bad. Um, which is one of one of the nice things about merging into the fifth dimension. Um, everything's an opportunity. So it, it really hasn't affected me personally, but I know that it affects a lot of people. And all I can really say is that everything's an opportunity for growth. And even, even uh, in these retrograde times uh, with our number frequencies, um, it depends on how well we're evolved. And how we're accepting it. And how can knowing our numbers, our life number and, and everything, how can that help us to um, feel better about today or live life easier? Oh, my God. That's such a passion of mine to answer that question. It, it is... Um, when you're living your, it's ca called kind of like your soul life contract and um, uh, Egyptian numerology, um, one of its principles is that we all made a, um, a contract before we were born on what we're going to achieve in this lifetime. And, um, and then that's encoded in our birth date and our birth name. And there's a sense of fulfillment that it's hard to describe in words when you are living your life contract, when you know what your purpose is, when you understand your path agreement and you become your destiny, there's a sense of completion um, and fulfillment that brings an inner joy and abundance that is unsurpassable. Um, there's no more questions about, am I doing the right thing? Um, there's something missing in my life. Uh, I should have done that. Um, you know, I, it's kind of like, I, I used to think that I was missing something, but I forgot where I put it. <laughs> like, like my car keys or the grocery list. Well, I forgot something on my list and I couldn't remember what it was. Um, and it, and it was nagging me and there was like this low grade depression because I felt like I I wasn't doing something that I was supposed to be doing and I didn't understand what it was. And I, I would go to psychics and I would read books and I would meditate and I couldn't quite pinpoint what it was that was missing. And then when I had my learned how to do this charting and my soul contract was laid out for me and I started, um, resonating with the higher frequencies it all just made sense it was like every piece to the puzzle just fit in and i knew i was exactly where i was supposed to be i knew why things happened the way that they did i knew the results that um, i need to get out of it the lessons and they're just the, the, all the questions were answered for me and i just had a sense of peace that um i hadn't had in a really actually ever in my life um mm. and still our soul contract we have um soul family members too and when we fulfill our own soul contracts we're also helping them fulfill theirs because we're all connected and that is in itself um a sense of accomplishment and it, and when you're aware of it it's beautiful to see it unfold when it unfolds and not everybody is going to be aware but when you're aware it's almost like you have control but no control <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah that you know for me i um started the the radio show simply on based on the fact that I wanted to ask the experts about the law of attraction. And I didn't realize that it would grow into a, 
11-year career and a magazine and everything. I had no idea back then. But I just, because of my curiosity, and I wanted to know what the experts know. So that curiosity has led me onto my life's path. So I thought, you know, I can absolutely grasp what you're trying to say. And, and sometimes it just happens just because I wonder, what am I missing here? Because <laughs> I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> So I think people can get the same message from you uh, with the reading and to figure out, well, wait a minute, if there's a much easier way to determine what your life path could be, and at least to confirm if they are on a life's path that they're supposed to be doing. Is that? Oh, absolutely. Um, especially my clients that are um, over 50 they just that sense of confirmation is um, so relieving to them, especially if they're in the middle of a transition, like their, sec their second Saturn return around 58, where um, another shift happens in their life and they need to kind of review what they did um, before they make another transition. And it was a sense of confirmation that, okay, I, I did, I did what I was supposed to do. I'm on the right path. And now I can thank myself and do the next best right thing. And that sense of confirmation is, um, is so valuable for people. Yeah. They just want to know, you know, they just want to know that, um, that nothing's missing. <laughs> True. I can fully comprehend that. Now, what, what about if a person has the same uh, birth date as a friend or a spouse, will they have the same number, life's number? They will. They will have the same, um, the same uh, birth chart, the same numbers. Um, but here we come into free will again, where each frequency is, is a choice. You can either use your, your energy for the good or for the not so good. You can either block your, um, your potential or you can fulfill your potential. And I know that Trump and Oprah don't have the same birth date, but they do have the same life path number. Interesting. And if you can put them side by side, I mean, you can kind of see where one might have used her, her potential and one still is blocked in, in some areas. And I'm not judging. I'm not really comparing. I'm just <laughs> putting it out there. But that's just the life path. And I did um, do a chart for twins. And um, so they have the same birthday, and they did have a lot of similarities. They both went, uh, were both police officers, um, and they both, now they'll both have the same karmic number also, and they were all very similar. And where it differs is in their name, the arithmancy of their name, and that's where we get their, um, their destiny. Their destinies were different. Their personalities were a little different. And then their heart's desire, um, what they really came here to do, was a little different. But their birth charts were the same, and, and they had a lot of just uh, similarities in, in choices that they made throughout their life. When time they married, and who they married, and... Um, at their occupation and where they lived. And so it was really, it was really interesting to see that. So can we use numerology um, from year to year or is it, can, can it be day to day? Oh, you can use it day to day. Um, people do do their personal years. Each person has a personal year number. Um, so we have, like everybody has, um, like right now we're in um, an 11, a master number 11 year right now, which is probably why we're having all the retrogrades, um, which is, is 11 is about enlightenment and illumination and spiritual growth, self-awareness, 
Um, I'm only doing the positive parts of numbers. So that's something we have to look forward to. Um, and so there's a lot of shifts going on right now. And it might be why we are having all those retrogrades, because we're, wherever we have those shifts, we're going to have an equal amount of darkness um, or uh, counteracting it. Um, so we're all experiencing that, but individually, we each have a personal year that we're, we're exploring also, and that's calculated by um, adding our day, our month, and the current year. So um, if you add all those together and reduce it to a single digit, you can find your personal year. And, um, and so with each personal year, there's opportunities um, it offers opportunities for growth. And I hope, I think that answers your question. <laughs> yes. Let's go back to the 11 years. Is that for the world? Is that for the U.S.? How did you determine uh, that? That's for the world. Everybody that's in 2018. Oh, okay, because you're calculating the 2018. 2018. So okay. if you add eight... If you add 2018 together, you get 8, 9, 10, 11. Ah, okay. Plus three. And so that's an 11, 11 year. And then they, we call it an 11, 2 year. Um, but it's a master number 11. So what about the U.S. then? It, would you do it by 1776? Wow, that's a good question. Because that's the year that uh, we were established, right? Right. But the Mayflower came over and really docked on our shores when, what, 1700. So you'd have to, yeah, you'd have to really pinpoint the, the, the year that you want to, that you want to calculate it. It has to be like a definite, it would be great if you could have a definite day, month, and year, but if you could just have a year where it actually started. Well, then I would think that the U.S. would be uh, July 4th, 1776. So what, what year would that be? Would that explain some of the um, turmoil that we're going through? Well, 1776 is a three. Interesting. So that's about self-expression. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, both sides, self-expression. Oh, does that name? <laughs> Holy smokes. It's not a quiet year by any means. Oh, and then if you were to add July 4th, I think we're coming to a number five, which is about change. Change and adaptation. Yeah. And, um, yeah, which really we did. We did. We were the change in the world, weren't we? Yeah. At that time. It looks like we still are. Yeah, and, and just the 1776 is just about self-expression and creativity and uh, and well, you can go deeper into into the self, but mainly it's about self-expression and joy and laughter and and creativity. Cool. That's interesting. Yeah, interesting. So because we're in a three year and the July 4th was a five number, we're still at the early stages of expression. Of Right? We're not at a nine year where we're ending it all. We're still at a growing <laughs> stage, right? That's true. Um I'll have to do more numbers on that. That's it. Now you got me going. <laughs> it, it's fascinating. I mean, this was really what impacts because I'm seeing that the world is paying attention to what's happening with the U.S. 
So it's whatever happens here, they seem to feel that they're being affected as well. Right. Well, we're all connected. Yeah. So that's that's a good thing, but we want to take it. I keep on telling um, my listeners that those that create through love is, well, actually, that's the only way to create. You can't create through hate. So you got to stop that. And you've got to kind of come together to find that love and appreciation and then create from that point what it is. Find the common ground. Absolutely. That's a beautiful way to put it. Yeah. So we, anybody who's hating right now and seeking to destroy, it's not going to get you anywhere. You're going to end the, you're going to end yourself. It's just not going to create anything. And the only thing that creates is love. So people have got to really grasp that and pay attention to their emotions so that they can move forward. Absolutely. And it all starts there. It all starts there. Okay. So now do any of the numbers specify um, whether it's going to be – a year full of happiness and joy or a year full of um, contrast? Well, it, I like to think that all, well, all numbers, um, so they're all frequencies and it depends on the individual because um, we all have free will and I would like to think that um, there is no good or bad number. Okay. And, and, you know, a lot of people see, then they put judgment on numbers and they hear what they've been told, but that's not necessarily true. I mean, every number has huge amount of gifts and possibilities and abilities that um, are endless. And so I just, you know, it all depends on the individual. So I don't, I don't see things in, in good or bad aspects. I only see the opportunities in, in, um, in numbers. So um, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, it, it depends on the individual and, and they have free choice and if they're going to have a good year or a bad year. Um, depending on their number of frequencies, um, they can they can u- use those frequencies however they want to use them. Um, but it would be if they were in a positive frame of mind, like you were talking about, they would have they would have a great year. If they um, like the number eight is about abundance and resource, and um, everybody wants the number eight. But if you haven't paid your debts <laughs> and you're not sharing with other people and you don't understand the fair balance of energy exchange, it's against you. So if you are a person of integrity, then you have nothing to worry about. Uh-huh. But if you uh, are are not working in integrity – then the number of frequencies can work against you. So it's all about free choice, free will. So if someone's going to get married, should they pick a date that's going to lead or most likely uh, produce a happy, wonderful marriage? Like maybe they should pick a, a eight month or eight, day or something like yeah, that i would pick a six a six that's, that's universal love but it's also suggested that they pick the the day that they actually fell in love um as the date that they get married as the marriage uh-huh. date to find out what that numerical number was of the date they fell in love or met and then use that number to to calculate their the date of their wedding. Wow. Um, because yeah. that's a lucky number. 
So in that way, they could come to you as well and ask, okay, well, I've got this important date. What do you think? Likewise, if they have a court date or something like that, you could share with them what that could possibly mean. Absolutely. And yeah. guide them into doing something that would help them to turn it out for the best. For the be best outcome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and with the children and um, um, making a happy home, if you move, should you be looking for a date that you move or the address of a home? Address. That's very important too. Yeah. Kind of, if you, you kind of want to take a look at, um, if you're going to move and you're going to have your business in your home, you might want to have a number numbers that equal the number eight. Or if you're an artist, you'd want to have your numbers equal the number three. Um, if you want to be left alone and it's your retreat and it's your cabin out in the woods or it's someplace you don't want to be bothered, you probably want to pick the number seven. Um, if you're going to start an industry or um, you might want to go for the number one. And if you're going to uh, pick a business address downtown, um, yeah, so definitely. Uh, and then also look at your house number that even if you moved and you didn't know anything about numbers and then now you do, um, you can calculate the numbers of your address home and um, see what number frequency you're in and even your phone number. Mm -hmm. uh, see, see what number frequencies you're vibrating with. And um, I don't know if, you, if, if it would be so much as you'd want to change it, but it might give you some insight as to why things are happening the way they are. That's so interesting. <laughs> you know, I just um, put all of the magazine and network and cruises and everything into one LLC, and I just started that in July. So if it was July, of um what's the year what 2018 yeah so what does that mean what what number would that be do you did you have a day or was it just uh it was the 10th oh wow let's see so that's the number one it's not interesting new beginnings New beginnings. You're right. It's about leadership. Alrighty. And, and creativity and being a conduit to higher source. Okay. It's so funny that that's a number one. When I moved into my house here, in the numbers add up to a one as well. Ah, you have a pattern going. I do. Isn't that interesting? I wonder what your life path number is. Three. Oh, uh, yeah, that would make sense because it's communication, creativity, and um, self-expression. Yeah. <laughs> You're all about the number three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Radio Network Magazine. Okay. All right. And seminars on the cruises. Okay. So that's really good to know. Something as simple as that just confirmed to me that, okay, I'm on the right path. Now, I really would have liked the number eight, though. For, oh, for abundance? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what it's saying. It, that you don't need the number eight to support you because you already have that. Oh, that's the way I see it. Okay. I, and that's true. That's true. Usually you get the numbers that you need support with. So. Now, isn't that fascinating? 
Oh, good. Oh, I love it. Okay. So you just now, in just these few <laughs> seconds, confirmed a lot to me. Oh, wow. I love it. I love it. Okay. That's good. So what would you say, I mean, when people call you for a session, or you can do video as well, like Zoom, mm -hmm. yeah. where you can see them and, and get a better reading. Um, so what is it that you could help them, and how long does it take to get a session? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I a session usually lasts uh, like an hour and a half or two hours. Wow. Yeah, I go really deep. Um, and there's a lot of discussion and disclosure that goes on in a reading. Um, so, yeah, they're about an hour and a half, two hours long. Wow. You're talking in depth. Oh, yeah. We go really deep. <laughs> So really, it seems like that the information they get, I mean, I just got a tad bit in the, in a couple of seconds, but if you go into an hour and a half, my gosh, you can really literally change a life. Yeah, and it does happen. Um, it happens so quickly, and it can be overwhelming. Um, I, I always give them the hard copy to take home with them. Uh, I print out a chart so that they can reread it because it's a lot of information in a short period of time. And, um, and we go over a lot of things. They usually take, of course, what they need um, at that moment and then find that the other information weaves, weaves in and through time. You know, I could see if somebody is having a really difficult time in, in their life right now that, by showing them the other side of the number, you can lift them out of the bad times to focus in on the good side. Absolutely. I only see the good side. I only see the good side. So um, that's where the perspective comes in. It's really clear. And that's what they need help with. I mean, how right. they're, they're just attracting more of that to them. And you are putting them on a path where they can experience and see what they've been missing out. They're focusing on the bad instead of looking at the possibility of greatness. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. yeah. And um, even some of the things that they have been through um, just need a different perspective to look at it. Because there's a reason for everything. And sometimes when they do a chart, they can see why things happened in progression in order to get to where they are now or where they're going to go. And why it was so important for them to have those hard and difficult times. Because that was a part of what they signed up for in their contract. Because mm -hmm. Uh, it's called the wounded healer where we contract to go through some really difficult times in order to heal that and then to help others. Interesting. So you, you would help a person to, well, basically what you're doing is teaching them the law of attraction through numbers yeah. and, and shifting the way that they're thinking from the negative into the land of possibilities. And to me, the land of possibilities is all about the fifth dimension. It is. It, it's, it's beautiful. It's, there, it's endless. So you are helping people to get into the fifth di dimension by changing their mindset and looking at things differently. You know, I, I think that that is what empowerment is all about. And you are empowering people to take their life and to change it and to move forward into the land of possibilities. Yeah, helping them with their vision. That's the law of attraction right there. Right, right. And that, you know, all people, places, circumstances and events are all attracted to them for a reason. There are no coincidences. <laughs> <laughs> there are no coincidences. You know, it's so wonderful that people have resources 
that they never knew existed. But I got to tell you, I, I literally have been into numerology all my life. And it's, it's, it, it's true, just like astrology. It's true. There's nothing false about it. It is accurate. And it was like it's a, a, a tool given to us by heaven to, yeah, right. to move us forward. We weren't sent here to be alone without the tools. We just got to open our eyes to see the tools. And you're one of the biggest tools. Oh, thank you. Well, it's so wonderful that it's encoded in our date of birth and our birth name. How simple is that? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. It's I I am a hundred percent believer in it because I have seen it throughout my life, and it's like, oh my gosh. And here we go in the 3D world and we're just focused on everyday uh, situations and working and uh, the mundane things of life. And we stop seeing the absolute magic that life is all about. Right. The look on people's faces when a chart is done and they, and they go, oh, my God, I forgot all about that. Or because they're so focused on just a few avenues of their life, and there's so much more that is out there for them, and they just lost sight. That's all. They just lost sight, and we're just opening opening that up for them so that they can see the whole picture and stop focusing on just two or three areas of their life when when they have this whole circle of situations in areas of their life that are exposed and possible and all of those have possibilities that are endless absolutely absolutely i love this i love this this is a great interview i'm having a good time with it so um what else can we do especially during this retrograde period and all the eclipse i guess uh, are, we have one more eclipse coming up shortly don't we I'm not sure. I think so. I'm not sure when it is, though. I just got a, In a, a message, email. Yeah. So what what should we do? We should just focus in. I mean, that's another thing. Do we take the day and the year and the month and we add those numbers together to get a clue as to what day that what it will what it's all about what's oh, about the eclipse or about any day um yeah so any day that's a good that's a very good question so you would take the day the month if you have it and the year and you add them up so and then you add the numbers that you come up to and take it down to a single digit unless it's a master number which is an 11 22 33 44 those are all called master numbers. But take it down to a single digit, and that's the number that you're looking for. I see. And then, um, and then the characteristic and definition of that number will give you. You can you can probably Google that. There's a lot of information out there about number frequencies, um, and just find the one that resonates with you. There's so much information. Not all of it resonated with me, but some of it did. And um, yeah, that's a good, that's really a good idea. So uh, <laughs> I know my, my grandkid is flying to Hawaii during the eclipse and retrograde and everything. It's like, ah, here's old grandma. What are you doing? But you know, really, I can just look at that date and it will put me um, uh that calmness, knowing that everything is as it should be according to that day number. Right. Exactly. And why, yeah, why the circumstances will happen, what will be attracted to them on that day, what they might expect, how they can um, avoid certain things. You might be able to give them some helpful hints. Yeah, just expect delays, darling. Just on guidance. 
<laughs> Grandma guidance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Grandma's got a lot of guidance. Oh, poor kid. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, so this is really good information. Is there anything else we should know? Um, you have, of course, I want to talk about your book it and um, Egyptian numerology. Where can we get that? And it has more details of what we can um, figure out. Right. Um, the book is sold on Amazon and Balboa Press and Barnes and Noble. I think I also can buy it off my website, the Egyptian EgyptianNumerology.org. Um, yeah, and then you know I live in Sedona, Arizona, so they're they're in bookstores here. Um, but it's pretty easy to find. Okay, so EgyptianNumerology.org. Yes, dot org. Dot org. <laughs> wouldn't let me have the dot com. <laughs> well, that's that's good to know. So that we could go to your site. We can also schedule um, uh, a reading with you. We can. You have other books as well, right? Tell us about. That. I have. Well, I have one more book, uh, another book coming out, and it's kind of a sequel to this one. Um, it's a little bit more advanced in depth. Um, uh, it's called um, The Wounded Healer, Liberation is for the Asking. Wow. And it's um, about, it talks about the master numbers and our wounded healer numbers um, and why they came here and um, and gives them a little bit of encouragement on empowerment. Um, because they uh, are having a hard time right now um, achieving their life purpose. Um, and so it, it's really about all numbers. I get into name numbers. Every name has a number um, and a frequency. And I go into cycles and inner guidance. We all have inner guidance um, frequencies that we use to connect with spirit. Oh. And I go into the personal year numbers. And, um, yeah, I really got into cycles and I'm merging it actually with astrology, um, because of my, I love astrology. Yeah. So, um, I saw a connection there and I started doing some research and <laughs> I got way over my head, <laughs> on that. but I'm going to follow through with it and see where it takes me. <laughs> How great. So we're probably going to get a book on that too, right? And that should be out early next year. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, this is great. I love this. And people should contact you again at EgyptianNumerology.org. And um, then just sign up and just get all of this information. You can't go wrong you just can't go wrong and you're going to get into the land of possibilities instead of negativity and that's what you are trying to accomplish by empowering people absolutely that's it that's it that's all we need to know that's great thank you so much sarah i just thoroughly enjoyed this (laughs) thank you jules i appreciate it Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.